0: playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on all the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no sweat same game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. And one same-game parlay that I typically like to do, and this is kind of a shot at one player, is for Giannis kupo to miss more than two free throws uh, in a game because he's usually not a very good free throw shooter. But that's kind of an example. But there's so many other opportunities um, and so many different parlays that you can actually uh, put into in different bets and things like that. I also like to put in you know, winning bets. You know which team to win. That's I usually like to do money line. Uh, that's the one that I normally go for. But you could do many different types of parlays. And if you want to do all this, you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with promo code THPN. New customers can make a five dollar pregame money line bet and score one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline, ma.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas and 21 older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Devils got punched in the mouth in game one, and I don't think there's any other way you can really describe that. What is going on Devils fans, it is as always your host, the host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, all that good stuff, Neil Piano, and welcome to another edition, the first playoff edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. Thank you, guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. Thank you to everybody who showed your support for the um, first round playoff preview that I did with Rangers Ed Pod uh, on Sunday into Monday. Really do appreciate it. Um, if you haven't go check if you haven't checked out that episode yet, highly recommend. But thank you for all the support you guys give me. All the time, greatly appreciate it. You already know that this podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored, as always, by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. With the Stanley Cup playoffs now well underway, NBA playoffs also, and Major League Baseball still into its infancy here of this season, you already know that DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one place to get in on all the huge cash prizes. So if you want to get in on this action, I got a deal for you. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, sign up, use our promo code THPN. Again, promo code THPN. And as always, tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you. And as always, a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors over at DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring the Hockey Podcast Network as well as the Devil's State of Mind Podcast. And don't forget to bet responsibly. So yeah, welcome everybody here to the first uh, recap episode of these playoffs. So as I mentioned before in the last episode that I did, what I'm going to do for these episodes is they're just going to be recaps of each game that that happens so it's not going to be your typical you know monday and thursday episodes or anything like that no we're just going to um recap just the one game and then we'll have it out the next day so i'm recording this on tuesday night after the devil's get after the devil's uh game against the rangers game number one and this will be out for wednesday And so then after game two, I'll record that night, Thursday night. So then on Friday morning, you guys have the game two recap. So I like to think that uh, that was pretty self-explanatory. So these episodes are going to be relative. They're going to be a lot um, uh, shorter than what you're normally accustomed to hearing. But nonetheless, um, I wanted to give you guys these kind of recaps because I feel like it would give you even more Of the most up to date, full on reactions to all of these games. Uh, And we certainly have a bunch to get to here on this edition. So, with all that being said, as I mentioned, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil State of Mind podcast. So, let's not waste any more time and get rolling. So, like I said, this is recapping game one, uh, which was here tonight, Tuesday night at The Rock in New Jersey. Game 1, rangers beginning of the playoffs, first Devils playoff game in over five years. And there was so much hype going into it, so much excitement, so much everything. And, you know, I saw Devils fans all night long, or really just all day long, just getting to the Rock early, being there, being at the Fan Fest, getting into the arena as early as possible. And really, really bringing that energy right from the start. And it really looked like they're, you know, Devils fans really out, you know, outnumbered the Rangers fans, which was great to see. Really makes me feel happy that the Devils fans, they've they've understood the mission, they've understood the assignment, and uh, they have flocked out to the Rock, which I think is absolutely great. And uh yeah, you know, obviously there's just a lot of hype going into it, a lot on the line between these two teams, how the season has gone, the history of these two rivals and so much. And um, you were expecting not just a long series, but even a very, very tough back and forth game number one. That is not what we got, unfortunately. As uh, as the Rangers ended up rolling here in a decisive 5-1 to one win over the New Jersey Devils as they steal the home ice advantage and take a one-game-to-nothing lead in the best-of-seven series. And I would say through the first couple of minutes, the Devils certainly had the momentum and the energy. They got a power play of minute 15 after a Trocheck tripping on Jonas Siegenthaler. The Devils couldn't do anything on it. And then a few minutes after that, Vladimir Tarasenko, puck kind of bouncing around, but he gets to it. Takes a wrist shot that beats Vitek Vandacek far side. And that gets the Rangers on the board just 4.58 into the game. So the Rangers up right then and there. A couple of minutes go by. Devils, you know, still kind of creating some decent opportunities. But nothing, uh, nothing to show for it. And then the Rangers go to the first power play. And really, without hesitation... Just a nice shot from Adam Fox. He kind of purposely slap shot it wide of the net so that Chris Crowder can make a beautiful deflection top shelf well over the glove of Vitek Vanacek and in. And just nine and a half minutes into the contest, the Rangers go up to nothing. And I think that that really, I think that really rocked the Devils throughout a good majority of, well, it certainly rocked them the rest of that period. And I think even at spurts in the second period, I definitely felt like at times, as, as much as I hate to say this, it looked like at times the Devils just got pumped. They got punched in the mouth. They weren't responding the way that they normally do. They didn't seem to have the the, the oomph. They didn't seem to have the energy that they needed. It, it, just, it, it just seemed like no matter what the Devils, everything went wrong for the Devils and everything went right for the Rangers. I think that's the way you look at it, but it was only 2-0 after 20 minutes, so... A lot of hockey left to play. You know, this game wasn't over by any means. And the Devils certainly showed that in a second period. I felt that they definitely put more pressure on. But again, a lot of their shots were not really, you know, they were shots on goal, but they weren't high quality chances. And I should also mention that the Devils had not one, not two, but three power plays in the first period and did not score on any of them. So they had a lot of chances, but they could not cash in on them at all. And the Devils kept pushing and pushing and pushing. It felt like they were really dictating the play, but Shesterkin, and particularly the Rangers' defensive core, was really, really frustrating the Devils. And then towards the end of the period, um, the basically, uh, the... The, dev- the Devils were on the penalty kill, and the Rangers do appear to have scored on a deflection from Alexi Lafreniere. The goal was waved off due to the stick being too high, and that pretty much was the case. His stick was up high. But just seconds later, Ryan Lindgren, defenseman, coming up the left side, goes to a sharp angle, fires it on net, and finds that small little crease between Vitek Vanacek's neck and the opening of the net, and it ends up in the back of the net, and the Rangers grab a decisive 3-0 lead in this one. And you kind of, as much as you didn't want to, as much as you didn't want to, you know, admit it in that time, you definitely felt like at that point that the game was pretty much out of reach. The way she's and in that Rangers defense was playing and how much, how unlucky the Devils had been in a lot of this game, that you kind of just didn't feel very good uh, about it, so yeah, you go into the third. The Devils' 26 come from behind wins. If there's any team that could come back, it's this one. But the Devils came out flying in the third period. They had so many great opportunities to score, but again, just Sturk and continuing to stand on his head. Rangers get themselves a power play a little over halfway through the third, and once again, Chris Kreider with the deflection in front left. All alone gets his second of the game, and that makes it four to nothing. And that was pretty much the nail in the coffin. If the Devils even had any shot of making a comeback in this one. Then we go towards the end of this third end of this game with about with less than three minutes to go. Jack Hughes gets a breakaway opportunity. He gets hooked by Jacob Truba. The ref puts up his arm, calls a penalty shot. So the Devils with arguably their best shot of the night to finally get one past Igor Shosturkin. Jack Hughes is the one that takes it, comes up the right side, comes back to the center of the ice, wrists one under the arm of Shosturkin and in. And Jack Hughes gets his first playoff goal and the Devils are finally on the board here at the 17-14 mark of the third period. That makes it 4-1. And then for some... Reason that I can't explain, Lindy Ruff decides right after that to pull Vitek Vanacek for the extra skater. Maybe they thought that they had a shot, but I feel like when you're down three goals that late, it's not worth it. Um, and it ended up coming to bike the Devils in the rear end as Filipito would score from about center ice um, to an empty net goal, get his first of the year. And that was it. As the Rangers come away with a decisive smackdown of the New Jersey Devils five to one Adam Fox with a big game four assists for him. So he, he was credit. He was a part of four of the five goals for the Rangers. Chris Kreider with two goals in this one now has the most power play goals of any New York Ranger in Rangers playoff history. It was a fun fact. And uh, yeah, Igor Shosturkin was Igor Shosturkin as he ended up stopping 27 of the 28 shots that he faced. Vitek Vanacek, 19 saves on 23 shots. He didn't. He, it wasn't his fault that we lost the game, but clearly did did not look like the VTech of old. Looked like what we had seen a couple of weeks ago when he was struggling, and uh, tonight just wasn't it. And Ryan Graves, one thing he admitted in the post game show was that the Devils certainly had jitters. There was a lot of anxiety. You're talking about you know, almost half of your team, if not more than half of your team playing in their first ever playoff game. This is where everybody was talking about the experience. This is where it came into effect. The Rangers have been here before in these type of game one with all this energy and stuff and the Devils have not. And the Devils did not answer the bell and the Rangers, when they got their opportunities, they made them pay. And that's really all you can you can say about that in this one. Um it just kind of sucks. It's a sucky type of loss. Uh, I mean, you never want to lose in the playoffs, but you especially don't want to lose at home. First game of the series to your hated rival, and now you make game two a must win because you don't want to go into Madison Square Garden for games three and four, down two games to not. So clearly the Devils are going to need to have a much better performance in game number two. I mean, when you look at the stats and and granted the stats don't do the game justice, but when you look at the stats, they're relatively even in most categories, except one power play. Rangers scored on two of their three power plays were very effective. The Devils had three power plays in the first four in total. Not only did not score on one of them, but did not have a single shot. On goal. I don't know why this team is so passive when it comes to the power play. We have so much talent, especially on that first wave, and we're not cashing in. And I think that's really one of the most frustrating things. I felt like at times tonight the Devils played scared. That they went away from what they've been doing all year long that generated success. And... Maybe it was the fact that the Rangers came out and got themselves rolling right away. And then maybe because, like, like Ryan Grave said, the jitters and all that, but it was not good. There's not one guy on this team, uh, and I know Jack, you scored, but still there's not one guy on this team that could sit here and say, you know, we had a phenomenal game, really played. Nobody really played all that well. Nobody did. Nobody gets exempt from me criticizing them. You know, the only thing is that when you look at the hits, they were only 32-30 to 30 in favor of the Rangers. So the Devils, I felt like they definitely matched up well with the physicality. So there was that. Rangers also had 23 block shots. So the defense of the de- of the Rangers did a bang-up job. Gerard Gallant, he had that system ready to go. He knew what he had to do to, to not stop the Devils, but slow them down, frustrate them. And it worked to perfection. And the Devils defense and VTech just could not, could not. Um, get the stops that they needed uh to get themselves going in this game and you just felt like at some point that the devils were going to get a goal they were to get back in this one they were going to get that energy and they would be fine and that was not the case it just did not happen that way so yeah it's a um it's a frustrating loss uh i will say though this For anybody out there that's panicking after losing the first game of the series, and granted the score makes it look really bad, it's no time to panic. The Rangers still have to beat us three more times. And if the Devils win game two, people are going to forget about game number one because they'll say, okay, the series is tied. Now we got to go to the Garden and try to steal a game at the Garden, which the Devils have done before. They've beaten the the Rangers at the Garden. They got three out of four points from the Rangers this year at the Garden. So they've proven that they can play there. And that'll be another huge experience for this this Devils team. How do they play once they go to the Garden? The question is, are they going to be tied to the game apiece? Or are they going to be down by two games halfway to being eliminated in the first round? And again, remember, the Devils need to understand they're playing with house money. Nobody expected them to be here. Nobody expected them to get this far. They should go in playing freewheeling hockey. Don't worry about the expectations, whatever expectations people want to put on them. Don't worry about it. Just go out there and play 60 minutes of New Jersey Devils hockey from this year, and you are going to find ways to win. I believe that the Devils are going to have a much better showing in game number two. I think this was a perfect time to have a wake-up call. This was a welcome to the playoffs moment for this New Jersey Devils team. Now, the Devils have experience. Now, all these young guys that have no experience, now they have it. And the form of getting your ass kicked on home ice. That's experience. Now, it's about channeling that experience and that anger from getting blown out and generating it into a positive offensive attack going into game number two. Devils fans, shout out to all of you that were at the game. You brought the energy, you brought the enthusiasm, no matter what the score was, and you guys should be proud of that. Bring that every single game, and the Devils are going to get it going. This series is far from over. One game does not define a series, okay? Maybe my attitude will change by the end of game number two on Thursday, but right now I'm still very confident in this team. I still believe in them a lot, and I firmly believe that they are going to bounce back in game number two. I don't think there really needs to be any sort of changes, except you need to do two things. One, get in front of Vitek more, block some shots, make, you know, suffocate on defense, and then on the power play, for the love of all that is holy, please fire everything at the net. Don't hesitate. Don't pass it seven or eight times. Just go out there and fire it at the net as much as humanly possible, because at some point a puck's going to hit off somebody and go in. It happens. This is how you get goals, especially going up against a really good goalie in Igor Shostarkin. That's what you're going to have to do. So, bottom line, tonight sucked. It was an embarrassing type of loss. A really bad way to start the playoffs. But you know what? You got several more games to go. You're only down by a game. A lot of hockey left. So, that's the way I'm going to end it. And, again, like I said before, I fully expect that the Devils are going to have A bounce back effort in game number two at The Rock on Thursday.